Welcome to episode 28 of Collector's Quest. Today, Kat and I bring on a guest to talk about the PS Vita. We are an expert, so we brought on Metal Slugger from Instagram to kind of give us the lowdown. That episode is about to happen, but as we ask every week, if you've got a chance, please go ahead and go to iTunes and give us a rating. As long as you feel like we're doing a good job, if you could help us out by going there, that'll help the show reach more people and thus help us keep making the show. another episode of collector's quest i'm cat here with johnny hey cat how's it going it's good how about you oh you know pretty good we uh we're pretty excited today right we're excited because we have a guest it's been a little while yes it's not just me and you today thank god getting tired of talking to you oh fine. i'm just kidding i'm kidding (laughs) i'm sure i'm sure everyone listening is getting tired of or hearing me talk i know i've had to talk a lot in the last few episodes so I, i look forward to hearing a new voice and our new voice is andy who is Metal Slugger on Instagram. Hey, Andy, how's it going? Hey, guys, how are you doing? Good. Good, good. Glad to have you here. Thanks for coming on today. Oh, I'm glad to be here. And uh, what are we talking about, Kat? What are we going to talk to Andy about? Well, we're going to talk about the normal things we talk about when we have a guest, find out a little bit what he likes to collect, um, how he started collecting a little background, and then we're going to go on to one of Johnny's also favorite topics, um, handhelds in specific today, uh, PlayStation Vita. Yep, I do hate a portable system more than most things. That's Just fair. like the they are the worstest. However, I'm willing to give the PS uh, P Vita or the PS Vita a shot, and that's kind of also why we have Andy on because my portable knowledge is sadly lacking. So we brought in someone who could uh, educate not only me but our audience a little bit about it, especially because the the Vita is kind of an interesting little console because it uses cartridges still. And that's yes. kind of a, a rare thing in this day and age. Yeah, that's that's a good point. And it's uh, it's an interesting system. It's not one I'm super familiar with. So it will be interesting because I'm sure there are going to be a lot of points that I didn't know. Yep. Uh, so let, let's go ahead and jump into it. Hey, Andy, tell us a little bit about yourself. Why don't you give us our, your basic rundown, how old you are, you know, what systems you collect for and how, how you got started collecting. Well, <clears throat> I'm 31 years old. Uh, I started collecting. Uh, well, I have two phases of collecting. My first phase is whenever uh, my dad got me my original NES action set, and that was probably in 1988. And then uh, from there, I went to Sega Genesis, uh, 64, uh, PlayStation, uh, PS2 when I was in high school. Uh, Sega Dreamcast also when I was in high school. And then, uh, whenever me and my wife got married, we were going to have our first kid, uh, space was at a premium. So I ended up actually selling off my entire collection. So mm. what I have, what I have now is probably amassed, uh, since about 2010. Okay. So that's, uh, when you, when you came back to it, I came back to it. Yeah. Well, just don't hold it against your children. <laughs> just, just every time you look at that hole in your collection just be like this is your fault <laughs> no, i'm just kidding no don't do that don't do that well it's okay it's okay i've pretty much got back uh most of which most of what i had so i'm cool with it okay awesome so what what's the main system you collect for right now uh right now uh the 
probably there's two main that I collect for right now, and that's NES. I have close to 600 games on it, and uh, PlayStation Vita, awesome. which is what we're talking about today. Yeah, and that's actually exactly how I recommend people collect. They have have like two ancillary systems that you're kind of going for at the same time. Like one maybe your primary, and one when uh, you kind of get annoyed with collecting for the other one, so you can go pick some other stuff up. So that's uh, you're you're right in line with how I how I like to collect. Um, so how many Vita games do you have? I have uh, almost 120. Almost 120. Yeah, I picked up uh I picked up two today, so always gaining ground. Awesome. And like tell us a little bit about um how you got started collecting for Vita. Like what was what was that about? Why why Vita? Well, <clears throat> I had a I had a PSP when they originally came out and I liked it. Uh I got didn't collect a whole lot of games for the, the PlayStation Portable. Um, ended up getting rid of it, and uh, I didn't get into the PlayStation Vita until I had a student uh, brought one into class one day. And, so I'm uh, assuming you're a teacher. I am. <laughs> <laughs> Teach high school, so uh, the kid brought one in, and he was. I saw him playing for with it, and I, I asked if I could mess around with it. So uh, he had. Uh, I think it was. Miami Hotline, he had, that was a that's a download only title, and uh, I played it for a minute, and uh, I really liked the screen and I liked the way it felt, and uh, so I ended up getting a Vita uh, off Craigslist. This guy had um, the system, uh, the Slim system, which is the Model Two with like 15 games, and it was like 150 bucks. I can't so I grab that. that. No, and it also had the bigger memory card, which if you didn't know, uh, Sony has their own pro- uh, proprietary memory, so those oh, can get really expensive. I know, and I hate them for it. I hate <laughs> them so much. For, like, you have no idea the like. Just can we just use a regular memory card, please? Oh no, know, you're Sony. Oh yeah, four gigs, thirty bucks. You know what? F you, Sony. Just <laughs> you, you bastards. Just that whole line of thinking from Sony in like in that time frame i think is one of the reasons like uh when the ps3 first came out and stuff they were still in that mindset and i think that attributed why they got off to such a such a slow start in that era they you know they crammed our crammed umd down our throat with uh, their proprietary memory sticks on that and then you know the ps3 the the price that they went at you know there's a lot of things i think uh kind of some of the pitfalls of sony and um, why some people have some resentment, like myself. Uh, that memory card, though, is kind of like at the top of my list. Oh yeah. Uh, usually you can catch deals on them. They'll, you know, Amazon or um, some of those online sites. So they'll run sales like during holidays and things like that. So that'd be a really good time to catch that. True, true. Um, and I know you mentioned a couple different systems, and I know Cat, you kind of did some research on what are the the system types. Uh, for the Vita. So there was the original one, if we want to call it that, that came out, which was the one that I had that came out in in early 2012. And then I know that there was a revised system um, in 2014, which was slimmer. That's my understanding. And no OLED screen. Right. So the first one had the OLED, which is a nicer version. The second one only got uh, the slim, only got the LED screen. Is that correct? Yeah, that's correct. Okay. 
So, I mean, that that's kind of a trade-off. I guess they did that for battery life. Is that Do you know if that's correct, Andy? I do, and the, the slim version, the Model 2, is a little bit lighter. Okay. So there's did, the difference. Did people have a lot of trouble with uh, the weight of the PSP? Or the Vita. I, I don't I don't know. I, I couldn't imagine it being much more heavier than, than the one I have. I, I mean I've I got I think the V the original Vita was like lighter than the the first PSP. Yeah, it probably was. Or, or I mean or at least similar and I didn't find those to be extremely heavy. Yeah. I don't I don't see any handheld getting really, really heavy. You know, even some of the older systems, you know, it is a handheld, so yeah. You should be able to. <laughs> yeah, you should be able to lift it. I, you know, I didn't, uh, I have the original one and I, I like it. I actually like the system a good deal despite, uh, some of the, my, my agitation with things like memory cards, but the screen is beautiful. It's a nice little system. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So it looks great. Um, I just, I feel like the support wasn't where it needed to be. Right. So tell us a little bit more about the Vita. Uh, about how many games are for that system? Um, as of the end of last year, there were roughly about 150. So, if we're talking today, I would say there's around 170. Don't hold me to it. Okay. Uh, ish around that area, and we're talking about physical releases. Uh, you know, d- uh, digital only, download only. There's a whole lot more to the library for the Vita. If we were talking about digital download only games, right? I, I'm, I think you know, since we are focusing mainly on collecting, we're worried just about the physical games. But there is a, and there is like a weird kind of thing that Vita does, where they put out a case with a download code in it. Right, right. Is there? Do you and, know? There's a lot of games. I know there's like MLB 15 did that, and yeah, Minecraft. Yeah, and I think that may be the only two. I know I told you I was. Speaking with you briefly the other day about that, I, I thought there was maybe one more, but there, that might be the only two that do that. And there were people that were getting kind of backlash about it, or Sony was, because if somebody, you know, got this for Christmas and they opened it up and, you know, a lot of people, people don't read, you know, it says download game voucher, no game card included. I'm sitting here looking at mine. Little kid opens it up and there's nothing in there. You know, they feel like they got ripped off. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Here's a download <laughs> code. <laughs> well, kids are excited. They don't want to read. Yeah. Oh, right. that's disappointing. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Another Merry Christmas from Sony. <laughs> so, um, I I have my my Vita stuff, and I am uh, actually only now getting a a dearth of games, and that is because Cat uh, Cat gave them to me. Uh, gave them to me. We traded. That was. I got a super big box full of Vita stuff from her after I sent her some Nintendo stuff. I'm pretty pumped. I just got it today. The nice thing about the Vita for me is I don't know much about it. So uh, to get a box with like 50 games in it and, you know, you just don't recognize any of them uh, is pretty cool. The shape and size of the the Vita games are a little bit strange, though, because the box is pretty small. And then compared to uh, what's in the box, the cartridge is actually kind of minuscule. Yeah, you're going to have fun fitting those into your nice, neat little, uh, you know, size space. That was the hardest thing I found is I couldn't display them well. Yeah, I'm looking at my shelving just going, where the hell do you go? You're, you're like, 
You're taller than a CD unnecessarily. Yeah. Uh, and half <laughs> is wide. And there's no like side label or anything because it, you know, it splits open. And you're just like, what the, what the hell do I do with this? How do I display this? <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting to see the update when you figure it out. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that's going to be a little while. Um, yeah, but that's fine. You know, wanna, you want to know what my favorite thing about the PS Vita is? What? The fact that they don't have manuals. Yes, yes, you know what the, and it's so funny because we're doing this episode and I literally have nothing PS Vita anymore. Yep, but I have it. I have yes. it. It's living, gone to a good home. Living in memory here. Uh, and unfortunately, you've now cost me a bunch of money because you and, you and Andy here have been talking to me about it. So it got me pumped up and I went out and bought some more Vita stuff. Oh, nice. well, you know what? You got a good start in one big pile. So, you know, that, that takes some of the pressure off. Well, that that is kind of the uh, nice thing about collecting. Like, when you pick up a nice big lot of stuff, I don't know if you guys experience this, but if I get, like, a pretty good chunk of stuff, that gets me excited to collect for a system. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, have you guys experienced that before? Like, which systems? Oh, yeah. Probably the best lot of games that uh, I got was actually probably two or three years ago. And uh, it was on a Sunday, on Cra- and I always had like a, a Nintendo watch on Craigslist when I was um, pursuing a lot of NES games. And I probably had about 200 games at the time, but um, there was a, a lot on Craigslist that popped up, and it was it said uh, NES console and 30 games, but there was no picture. And um, so I sent a text to the person, and they were like, yeah, we just put it on there, and... Nine o'clock in the morning on a Sunday morning, I drove probably about 30 miles uh, straight into the woods to this person's house. So it was kind of sketchy at the time. I went to this person's house. They're like, yeah, come on in. They're in here. We don't know anything about them. They just they had all these games in the console kind of spread across their bed. I just saw quantity. I I vaguely saw, you know, I saw some good titles in there. It was like Mike Tyson's Punch Out. Uh, you know, qu- did a quick scan. They wanted a hundred bucks. Hooked Nintendo up. Obviously, it gave you the the white flashing screen uh, for the lockout chip. Lady didn't know anything. She was like, uh, "It doesn't work. It looks like it doesn't work. Give me seventy bucks." And I was like, "Okay, you know, that <laughs> was a really good deal. Seventy bucks for the console. I knew I could get it working." Yeah, and you're talking the, like two dollars and thirty cents a game. Yeah, so I got out into my truck, and, uh, you know, I saw some of the main title, Mario 3, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. What I didn't know is when I started uh, scanning over it even further, there was a DuckTales 2 in there, uh, Chippendales Rescue Rangers 2. Those two games right there made the stack of games. Uh, You know, there's also some other good titles in there, but those were the main two. But I was really, really excited whenever I got that, and that's probably the best lot of games as as far as me buying in bulk like that. That that's pretty good. Those are actually two games we talked about on our last episode where we talked about uh high value nest titles and games that where the cart makes up a good majority of the value there. Yes, definitely. That's an awesome find to have a lot that big with so many good things in it. Yeah, that that'll that'll pump you up for collecting. Those those are the wins you need to kinda get you over the hurdles when you have to just go to eBay and pay full price. Yeah, and right. I feel like it's it's kind of hard now to come across those. Like, I haven't got a good lot since, I don't know, like that since, I don't know, 2011? No, I sent you a good lot. Oh, no, no, yours was <laughs> fantastic, but I just mean in terms of a, a, a huge, huge amount. 
Okay. Yeah. Yes. No. no, no, that was a fantastic lot. And I will give you that. <laughs> it was still lots of stuff. <laughs> yeah. No, that yours is the, the last good lot I've found in, in quite a, quite a while, like getting this lot. This is the first time I've hit a lot in, in quite some time, especially after, you know, paying out the nose for three ninjas. It felt really good to see uh, this week was pretty long and rough. So to get the, the Vita box on Friday was pretty awesome. Yeah, well, that's good. Not to worry. There's lots of Canadian candy coming. I send it separately because I sent your box out and then I thought, oh, crap, because I always send candy to the states that you guys don't have. Awesome. Can't <laughs> wait for some candy. So. All right. So, but let's let's uh, kind of swerve back to Vita. I know there, aside from, you know, my favorite part, the no manuals, because F a manual. I hate them. They are the worst part of collecting. <laughs> Boxes are awesome. Games are awesome. Boxes get displayed, carts get played, manuals get bent and take up a value slot and make you pay money. They are the worst. You know, oh, yeah. they they are like the vampires of collecting. I hate <laughs> manuals. Just get out of my life. And thank you, Vita, for finally finally doing that. Uh, you know, because how many times you're like, you know what, I'm going to sit down and maybe read this manual and figure out how to play a video game. If that was <laughs> the case, they wouldn't build like the three hour long tutorials into games, which I hate. But, I mean, what, what are you going to do? If there's no manual, I guess they have to have a tutorial, and I guess they figured out that no one reads them, or they wouldn't build the tutorials in, right? No so one likes to read anything. So that's you love this handheld so much more, right? This is, I, I do really appreciate that about this system. It, it's my favorite thing. But uh, there is some nuance to it. So uh, what are some of like the weird collecting things going on with Vita right now? Because it's, kind of it's kind of a strange system. It's like in the market, but not really. Yeah, so in the states, uh, we we have uh, we don't have that big a library. In Japan, the library is much larger. The system actually does better there than it does here. There are a lot of Japanese titles that have gotten you know translated and ported here to the states. A lot of them, if you see the the cover art, there's not that much attraction to I guess some of the 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 U.S. market. You know there. There are like a lot of quirky titles, a lot of really odd titles other than, you know, the sports games that, you know, the U.S. Is, always has in all of its consoles. As far as unique games, there are a lot on here. There are games that are online only buys. Those those are the ones that are going to be your hardest ones to get is the online only beta games, which whereas you have to. Go to a website. You have to buy them when they have this release day, because uh, if you miss it, you know it's going to jack the price up two or three times because you're having to pay somebody who actually just went there to buy it just to resell it. That's like your Saturday morning RPG. I forget the company that right. does that. That and like uh, Nis limited America. run games, limited that's limited, right, run, limited games. run games, and uh, Nis America does that. A lot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So they did Saturday morning RPG. They did uh, limited run games. They did Saturday morning RPG. They did Breach and Clear. They they have other titles that are coming out. There's actually an Odd World game that's coming out next Friday that I've got to be on the lookout for. I'll be in class, but I'll I'll probably have my computer plugged in, ready to make that purchase when it's available, so I don't miss out on it. Yeah. All right, kids. Uh, silent reading, 10 minutes. <laughs> Go. So I need to get this game. It's really important. Yeah. 
hopefully I'll, I'll have a little break where, you know, I'll be able to make that purchase without anybody knowing. But yeah, no judgment. I would do the same thing. <laughs> uh, another one that 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 came out that was uh, in a lot of these companies, they do dual release. So they'll have it like on, available for PlayStation Vita, but also available for PlayStation 4. They did that with Saturday morning RPG. Breach and Clear was a v- Vita only. And then another company did uh, Retro City Rampage, and it was available on PlayStation 4 and PlayStation Vita. It looks kind of like a top-down Grand Theft Auto 1 type game. It's like old school looking. Yeah, it's really cool. I haven't opened any of them. They're all sealed. So I couldn't tell you about gameplay, <laughs> but I've watched videos on it. And what what are some of the exclusives? Like, does GameStop have any exclusives? GameStop has a few exclusives. Supremacy MMA, which is a mixed martial arts fighting game. This one was really tough to find. Some of the early releases on Vita are t- really tough to get because what I like about Vita is you can go into GameStop is pretty much the only place that you're going to be able, like retailer, that you're going to be able to go in and buy a Vita game today. A lot of the main corporations like Target, Walmart, all those other big franchises like that, they're, they've got away from Vita, discounted them, got rid of them, so they don't carry any new Vita games. So Interesting. new new and used Vita games, GameStop's going to be the place where you can find them, unless it's like a, a video game store that does use the new games. GameStop did Supremacy MMA. It was a mixed martial arts game. They also did Tales of Heart R. Okay. Which is a RPG style game. And I think that may be it on GameStop exclusives. Okay. Amazon had a, an exclusive game. Uh, there are a lot of digital novels type games on the Vita, and this one's called Steins Gate, and it was Amazon release. Okay. Some people may get confused as to where to, if it's North American release or not. Usually you can always see by the ESRB rating. Ours okay, looks yeah. a, a lot different than um, other region codes. So, you know, that's one easy way to tell whether you're getting a North American release or not. Right. And then, um, what? So, what? What is? Uh, what are these digital novels you're talking about? Is, are there a lot of those? Uh, there, there. Like I said, I have not played the entire Vita library. Um, there are several that are put in there, and it's more or less like guided story type games. Okay. Where it's kind of like on rails. You know, you're not having to do a lot of questing. You know, the story kind of guides itself, and then you have to just make choices. Cat would love this. Yeah, that's right up my alley. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you can't say that because you didn't play uh, Life is Strange. No, no, I was being sarcastic. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. No, Cat loves loves a game like Life is Strange. She loves a guided adventure. Oh, God, no, no, that was terrible. No. (laughs) No. Come on now. No, it's just not my type of game. Yeah, and then, you know, there's just uh, a vast array of other games. You know, you have your normal... 20 to 30 Lego games that are on there. There may not be quite that many, but it just feels like there's a ton of them on there. There's like five. <laughs> Come on. Let's see. There, there's five. Well, maybe there's more. So there's 11. <laughs> there might okay, be 11. Well, there's still a lot of Lego games for the amount of right, games right, right. in the library. I love Lego games. Yeah, that is that is actually up here, Rally. <laughs> yeah. This is like a big collecting game. That's usually all the Lego games are. Yeah. Collect items. They remind me of uh, Nintendo games. There wasn't... There's two buttons that pretty much do all of your functionality, and you just 
charge through. It's nice. Right. That's Not fair. a lot of thought. It's reminiscent there, then. Yeah, there's um I, I talked to I had a friend that actually before I actually played the Vita, he this was a, another former student of mine who is in college now, but he has a he has the original Vita and he's just got a small few games he's not like a collector or anything but he was telling me that he was kind of disappointed in the vita because of it a lot of it wasn't like new games like brand new games there were in the earlier stages of the vita there it was more or less ports oh, okay so you persona 4 golden you know some of these games were you know released on other consoles like playstation 3 and then they just made a port of it to the vita with you know a few changes here and there but it was more or less, you know, he was he was thinking like Sony was kind of lazy for doing that. Yeah, well, I we could go into that. Uh, how I, I mean, it's part of the reason I don't like portables. So I feel like you split development teams and you kind of get these half-assed versions of games that take away development times, uh, like especially Nintendo. We could go down that that whole road. Uh, but yeah, I would tend right. to agree with your your student that some of it is just kind of lazy porting. But I, I think the Vita now is kind of starting to stand out as a unique system because their RPGs have kind of gone away a little bit. And this is like, if you are a JRPG fan, this seems like the system for you. Oh yeah, this is your console. This is your system. If you like RPGs, I would say PlayStation Vita, out of its whole library, probably 60%, if not more, is RPG-based. Yeah, it's quite a bit. And there's, like, also, if you like special editions, there's a lot of cool special editions uh, for these right, RPGs. Right. So that's that's kind of cool if you're into that. So give us, uh, like, two minutes left to talk about this. Give us the rundown. Anything we need to know about, any other things we need to know about Vita and as far as uh, different versions of it, if there was special edition, give us your last thoughts. Or any good games that somebody who's collecting should keep an eye out for, things that maybe are a little harder to come by? Oh, yeah, that's a good thing. Okay, harder to come by games. Any of the DJ-based games, there's two. DJ Max Technica Tune, Super Beat Sonic. These are rhythm-based type DJ-type games. Very hard to find in store. So if you see those, pick them up. My two copies I had to get on, on eBay, so that tells you how tough they are to find. And I'm always looking in GameStop or Vita games. Another one, early release, F1 2011, F1 Formula 1 2011. Very hard game to find. Probably going to cost you about 35 to 40 bucks on eBay if you go that route. But if you see it in store, grab it. Asphalt Injection, early racing game, early release on the Vita. Very fun. It's kind of like Ridge Racers type arcade based game. Hard to find with the case. You'll see them all the time in GameStop, but they'll be in the generic game case cases. Uh, so if you see it with the case, grab it. Natural Doctrine, another RPG game by Nis. It's hard to find at GameStop. I had to order it. And most of the time, what I'll do is I'll like uh, scour over my little map, little GameStop map to see what games are available at what site because there's like 40 GameStops from around my area. So I'll try to like do that. But then sometimes I'll just drive out and, you know, Step into a few GameStops, see what they have. They have anything I need, you know. Danganronpa. There's three games uh, in that series: Trigger, Trigger Happy Havoc, Ultra Despair Girls. That's the third one. That's the newer one. And then there's Danganronpa two. Those three games are you, you can find those, but you just have to search a little bit. Mine Zero. That's another JRPG type game. Tough to find. So if you find it, you can you can find it. Twenty five, thirty bucks. Not really expensive. That's one thing about Vita. There's only a few games that are, are really expensive. Those are going to be the, your like online-only type games. Usually the games that you're able to get in-store, maximum price you'll probably pay on those type games, 40 to 50 bucks. 
that's not so bad. There's nothing. I, I saw there's a few that are like kind of reach towards the hundred. Well, that's kind of the limited run game. Right, right, right. You're not looking at like if you're like coming from from a Super Nintendo collection where you're spending a mass amount of money to try to find one game. You're not really doing that with the Vita, and that's kind of what I like about it as well. All right, that's uh, that's some good Vita information. And now let's uh, kind of merge into the second half of our show where we where we talk about what we're buying and what we're playing. Okay, Andy, so what are you playing? Actually, I just got finished with a game recommendation by you. I finished oh, yeah? out Life is Strange. I just finished it last night. <laughs> See, Johnny, oh, somebody played it for you. Finally, Jesus. Was it, <laughs> did you enjoy it? I did. It, it's not my type of game. That's something that I would play all the time, but. It was actually a good break from the games that I normally play. I usually play, like I've been playing The Division. I've been playing a little bit of Rocket League, just a game to pick up just for fun. I'll pop in an NES game every now and then, Ninja Gaiden, something like that. So Life is Strange is really different. It's kind of like a Telltale Games type game where you... Yeah, a little bit, yeah. The decision making where what you choose, you know, your path takes this strip. But the game is really, really different than a Telltale game. Because I think the the changes in your decisions are much more dramatic. I don't know. It's, it was kind of trippy there at the toward the last chapter of the the game. It's not very long and it's pretty interesting. Right, right. You, you would agree. Right, very. See, Cat. See, I, I knew you. somebody would play it, and then I wouldn't have to. I, well, <laughs> oh yeah, so you knew someone would play. You made me beg on the show. Please, someone talk to me about Life is Strange. Because Kat, for some reason, won't give me this one thing. <laughs> you never yeah. know. One thing I ask for. Someday, maybe John will play it. <laughs> I would love for John to play it, and then we can both harass Okay, him. that's fine. I will tell John to add it to his list. All right. that That's perfect. Kat, you go into it. What are you playing? Obviously not Life is Strange. No, I'm not playing Life is Strange. <laughs> What what is taking up your time? Um, well, last week I was playing a little bit of um, Mario Kart on the uh, 3DS, so I've kind of been working my way back. I've been doing a little um, N64 Mario Kart, a little Super Nintendo Mario Kart, just something fun. Uh, it's always a game I go back to when I'm busy because it's just mindless and it's got some good memories to go along with it. Okay, so you're you're in busy mode. You haven't had any time to sit down yet. I know you haven't. I haven't. No, I'm not in intensive gaming mode. I'm in I need to unwind gaming mode, and I have 15 minutes. <laughs> right, I I get you on that. Um, myself, I am playing. Uh, I started playing Mermasa on the Vita because I went and I picked that up. So nice. I've been enjoying that. Um, that's pretty much it. I'm I'm still waiting for pinball to uh to arrive and i think that might be next so that i'm kind of saving my my gaming energy also uh we'll we'll reveal some more of my nerddom here it's like the pro tour for magic the gathering which is a game i enjoy and like the new set came online so it's kind of like a video game kind of so i've been playing a little bit of that that's where i've been wasting a lot of my time when i've had it okay so uh yeah don't trouble yourself with magic the gathering cat we'll move right away Okay, fine. <laughs> yeah, super nerdy, but I like. It. That's all right. Okay. You're allowed to like whatever you want. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for the permission. Needed that. Now to take your your positive affirmation and make it shitty. Way to go, Johnny. That's nice of you. 
Um, all right. What uh, what have you guys bought? Andy, what's the last thing you bought? A couple things. Well, the most recent thing, like I said, I picked up a couple of Vita games. None worth mentioning. They're like lower tier filler games. We'll say that. I guess the biggest thing that I bought recently, I bought Box Adventure on NES. Well, that's pretty good. That's a that was a good knockoff, yeah. And the reason I was able to do that, I sold my Super Nintendo collection, so I was able to afford it then. Oh. Yeah. yeah well, you can't. Super Nintendo can make you some money if you start start selling. Oh yeah, that's what I've bought recently. All right, Cat and you, what have you bought? Absolutely nothing. Cat, this is like two weeks in a row. How is that even possible? I know. I have to have time to look for video games, and I've been going eight million ways, and I just haven't found anything that's been a really you know, great deal. And it hasn't been anything that's kind of got me excited or the things that I am finding are things that I already have that are not on my list. As I limit down what I'm looking for, for master system and N64, it gets a little harder. That's true. You are kind of at the end of two different systems. Yeah. So, and I don't want to buy things just to buy things. I'm really trying to stay focused on, on those sets. So it, it, it makes it a little bit more limiting, but it'll be worth it in the end. All right. That, that's fine. That's fair. I guess I don't blame you. Especially when this is kind of advice that we give people. We say this is what you should do when you get to yes. the end uh, of a set. Don't really fault you. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> All right, that's fine. That would be cool. Did John buy anything? No. No? No, our collection's the same. So if I bought something, John bought something. And uh... I didn't know if he had, like, his own. I bought this this game with no concern of cats. Oh, no, no, he hasn't bought anything that I can even use. So I guess we're both pretty boring. We're both focused on those last two kind of sets, and it's uh, it's hard to hold out, but I, I just don't want to buy random stuff that I don't want to have in my collection. Fair. I have bought some Vita games, and I just got from Cat all these Vita games that I have talked about. So uh, the highlights of those, I, I will post up in a picture, and you guys can kind of look through it, because it's like 60 games or so. But Cat also sent me a cool sega saturn uh proto so an unreleased game in the u.s anyways so i'm pretty excited about that i'll post some pictures of that up too i've been actually super busy i've been neglectful towards the instagram as of last four days or so yeah i have too but that's all right there's always time to make up for it yep okay so any any parting shots cat no i i promise at some point something will come up that i will want to buy that will fall in line with my you know kind of collecting goal right now <laughs> Okay, well, uh, let's go ahead and end it. Andy, uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us uh, where we can find you on Instagram? Instagram, I'm at Metal Slugger. Okay, like it, and it's one word, right? All pushed together? Yeah, it's all one word. Anything you uh, wish to plug or anything you want to talk about? No, I got two final tips, though, about your PlayStation Vita collecting. I'll take it. Um, if, you're, if you're buying from GameStop, make sure before you leave the store that you have the right chip or the right cart. I bought a... Uh, terraria today and they put tearaway in there ah. so just make sure that you have the right game and also wait for sales uh gamestop usually also always has like some kind of sale going on or just wait for one to come on because they'll have like a buy two get one or something like that so that's two tips that i've tried to give anybody trying to collect for vita all right those are those are good tips and cat uh, where can we find you you can find me at catsylvania k-a-t-s-e-l-v-a-n-i-a and you can find me, as always, Johnny underscore Ayuchi. That's J-O-H-N-N-Y underscore I-U-C-C-I. And you can check GameOverJohnny.com for some other posts that we have related. Like if you listened to last week's episode, that's where that chart lives, which gives you prices. Thanks for listening, everyone. And hey, Andy, thanks a lot for joining us, especially on such short notice. And uh, thanks for giving us the PSP lowdown. Uh, no problem. No problem. I enjoyed it.
All right, everybody. Be sure to check out Andy's Instagram page. It has some great Vita collection picks, and you can do that at Metal Slugger. Have a good day, and we'll talk to you next week.